Scoop Jackson, standing by from Chicago, ready to talk about the association. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, my man. How you doing? Doing good. I, uh, that trade frenzy we had, you know, the last yeah. 48 hours. Fun, I, right? I know Beal got it going, and then, you know, Chris Paul ended up with, you know, Golden State and Porzingis and Boston and Marcus Smart to Memphis. Uh, is there more on the horizon? I think so. I think we've just seen the beginning of the activity. Um, I, I can't tell you who, and none of the insiders can tell you who, but I'm pretty sure that there'll be at least two more, you know, major trades uh, going on out of the draft is over and, you know, players are set and, you know, um, these are going to start moving. Um, because, you know, basically you're seeing a lot of players opting out of the last year of their contract, opting out of what they can, you know, what they can do. Uh, you know, look, I was shocked to see Chris Middleton. You know, I get where he may be doing something to possibly lower the cap and get some space for Milwaukee, but, man, just on the surface, Chris Middleton, like, I've been out of $40 million? Like, whoa. <laughs> you know, that's kind of crazy. So I'm just thinking, yeah, there, there might be some, not that he's going to be a part of it, but, yeah, I, I don't think the trade situation is over. You think there's a lot of positioning right now, and you mentioned Middleton and Damian Lillard's name has come up. But, man, yeah. I, I look at Portland, and with the draft last night and Scoot, I – I don't see a bad club there. There's talk he wants to go to an instant contender, but is Miami, they were the eight seed. It's not like they were the one or two seed in the East. That's the thing. Um, that's a good question. I, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. I, and I, I'm not thinking about just the matchup, and not really matchup, but, but how they construct, construct a team from a depth chart situation. I'm just wondering... The same when we talk about, like, the Miami Heat culture, I wonder does Portland have a culture that this is what it is because it seems like, tell me if I'm wrong, outside of the one season where they, you know, kind of did the Dallas Mavericks things and they made it to the conference finals. I forgot how many seasons that was ago. But it wasn't the bubble season. I think it was the season before the bubble, whatever. But other than that, they always seem to land within the same space, right? Like, they make it to the playoffs. Maybe get to the second round, get out of the first round, or they get to a plane. It seems like that culture just allows them to go to a certain place, and then that's it. So I'm saying that to say it doesn't make a difference to me. Maybe it doesn't make a difference if Dane is there or not. Their situation is cultural, and they may not be able to get out of that culture unless they remove Dane from the situation and start to build a new culture. But the culture as it exists, with Dame there and Nurkic there, you know, it just, it is what it is. And Scoop can't even save them from getting out of the situation, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, and, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with Damian. But I think the biggest surprise really wasn't Porzingis going to Boston. And I, I know they're trying to think, hey, is he a poor man's Jokic? I get that. But Golden State giving up on Jordan Poole. My, when that when I saw that on the ticker, I'm like, whoa, that has to be about keeping Draymond Green in Oakland. That's it. That's it. And it's funny because that was the last thing you and I talked about last right. time we talked. We threw that thing out, but it was like, does he does Draymond stay in Jordan Poole? And we, you and I talked about the Jordan Poole situation. And I think that's all. I, I think if anybody's looking at it, and like we said last week, 
they mentioned it. The the Warriors mentioned it in their post game. Steve Kerr mentioned it. They talked about how that impact at the beginning of the last season affected them at the end of the season, and it's something they never got past. So that had to be on their mind when it came time for them to make a decision. All right, who, who we gonna stay with? This is literally this was Golden State version of the Lakers making the decision between Shaq and Kobe. Like, which one are we going to keep? Which one are we going to roll with? You know, and in their situation, they're like, all right, you know, and maybe because Jordan Poole had higher trade value, I guess, I don't know. Or maybe, like, you know, um, Mike Dunleavy said, and the same thing that Myers said before he left, we don't win championships without this guy. We can lay claim that, you know, Jordan Poole played a role in us getting this last championship. But we got three other championships that in this organization we can say we don't win without this guy. So the choice for us is easy. You know, by Jordan, you got to go. And the least we can get with it, and if we can parlay a, somebody with the caliber of a, you know, Chris Paul in return of that, you know, and, we, and we'll take on the contract or whatever, you know, we'll do that. But now we can probably secure Draymond resigning with us. And to me, that's what it was all about. Yeah, because once uh, Beal's gone to Washington, they needed a score. Poole will come in and get all the shots he wants uh, with Washington. Porzingis in the, still doesn't play any defense, so I'm not sold. That's the over-the-top, hey, we're going to win uh, the NBA World Championship for the Celtics. Yeah, they needed something. Don't you think they needed something from an inner? They needed something. They couldn't like go in next year with the same squad they had this year. So I just think they're looking for, you know, Change for the sake of change. I agree. I agree with you on that. That you know, and I think what you're getting with all these bigs who can hit the outside shot is everybody's watching what Jokic did in the playoffs and leading Denver to the NBA title. And they're they're trying to. There's not another Jokic out there, but they're uh, trying to hit that. And I, I also wonder one, one final thought about that uh, pool Paul trade. It, is Chris Paul, it, could could Golden State still move him, but they were able to get rid of Poole now and they move Paul? Because I'm trying to figure out how he fits in with Golden State. To me, and my sons and I were talking about this, you look at them using Chris Paul the same way that the Miami Heat wound up using Kyle Lowry. You know, he just became important and significant to them coming off the bench. Um, and it's very similar in age, very similar in skill set and what they could do, even though Chris Paul does a better job than Kyle Lowry does. But at this stage in their career, they get to a team, and this is what they provide. I see the exact same thing coming in with Chris Paul. Like, you're going to be the anchor here. You know, you're going to be the one. We're not going to put that many minutes on you during the course of the season. We're not going to have you carry, carry your team the way you had to do in the past. Um, and... We're going to rely on you, but it's not going to be that heavily during the season. And it may not be that heavy during the postseason because in the last six or seven postseasons, there seems to be injuries that will take you out of there. We're going to do whatever we can to protect you from that happening, from where it tear on your body, but also give you a significant role that we're not going to die if you don't contribute, but your contribution is going to be great when you do contribute. So we're going to need you in May and June to contribute and know we're going to get from you in the 25 minutes a game we get from you. Much the same way, and we saw it happen during the series, even though it didn't happen every game, 
But when Kyle Lowry played well, Miami usually won. And, you know, nobody expected, you know, uh, Gabe Vincent to disappear the way he did. But thank God Kyle Lowry was at least there to cover from that angle because he's used to those moments. And I think that's what Golden State is probably going to do with Chris Paul. And I think Chris Paul can, you know, accustom himself to that role over the next couple of years. And and the last part of this is that Golden State has always been his best on what? There's this somebody significant coming on off the bench anchoring. What happens, not with that second unit, but having a role, a heavy, not minute-wise, but a heavy role as a bench player to give them depth. Whether it's Andre, Andre Iguodala, whether it's Sean Livingston, you know, and now it could be Chris Paul. But they're at their best when somebody is playing a role, heavy role coming off that bench. And that's, to me, what they're going to do in shape Chris Paul around. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, NBA Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So Damian Lillard's name has been out there. Uh, who's another? Uh, is LeBron locked in in L.A.? Uh, any movement possibly? I know the Dallas talk was out there. Who, who, who's another name that could move? That you think there's a chance there could be at least a strong conversation about this NBA star switching jerseys? That's a good question. I, I want to I, just for the sake of mentioning a name, you talk about big stars. I think you know we we have to be honest that we don't have any idea what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. We like to think we know because everything seems to be calm right now. But I'm pretty sure at this stage that there will be teams interested in getting Kyle Lowry if there's a chance that he and Dallas at this point don't see eye to eye. Or if he and Luca, if they don't find a way that, you know what, we don't know if this is really going to work. So we're going to nip this in the bud right now. I, I, I think if his, you know, if his name became beyond just us quote-unquote fake experts and analysts and talking heads saying we really know something, if his name went beyond just us mentioning his name into like real talk where like general managers are confirming that they've had conversations surrounding Kyrie Irving, he would be the next big name. Is LeBron uh, not leaving L.A. Uh, anytime soon? No. He's, I don't think he's even because I think the one thing we can take away, one of the takeaways that you can get from last night's draft, if you look at the players got drafted, Bronny's getting drafted next year at the first round. Yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's so that being given – where are the Lakers going to draft? And it seems like, you know, depending on how they play, LeBron's not going to waste a year. So I think, you know, they kind of overachieved in the playoffs last year, but they know what they're dealing with coming into this year. That everybody's going to know their role. And they'll, I think, have a not much better record, but a better record going into the playoffs this year than they did last year. So their draft, they'll, they'll have, they may find a way to get right in the, you know, back in the middle of the first round, they'll be in a position to get Bronny James. And then LeBron James's wish will come true. But I think that all played itself out last night. That there were players last night in the draft that I could make, and you could do the same thing, you know, we can make direct comp as to what we think Bronny's going to be this time next year. So, yeah, I, I don't see LeBron leaving the Lakers, and I see the Lakers being in a pretty decent position to get him through the draft, or if his stock rises, 
finesse a situation where they can get in position to get him if he, they think he's going to go higher. I'm going to tell you right now, if Jed Howard is the 11th best player in the draft, uh, Bronny yeah. could be Bronny could be top 10 next year. Right. I'm thinking in the 15 to 20 range just right now. So depending on what type of season he has, I'm thinking the exact same thing. The exact same thing. I agree with you. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, uh, talking uh, NBA trades, movement, looking ahead, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, my man, always great talking hoops. Uh, have some downtime this summer. We'll connect when the free agent frenzy begins or if another big deal hits. Yeah, I think we're going to talk before the summer's over. I think there's going to be some moves happening. You and I are going to have to get back to conversation. Oh, we will. I, I, I got this because, you know, we kind of had it. Both of us had the scoop thinking that we were going back and forth and talking about Draymond and could he coexist with Jordan Poole. So you already have the scoop name. I don't have no. I, I have a huge I, get, I, I have no. I have no scoop nickname. Well, look, man. I, I could be spoon. You could be scoop, I get, and I, I was spoon. No, no, no. I get the scoop. You make it large. It oh, huge, 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 huge. Yeah, just for the sake now, of uh, thirty-two the years. Well, right, now you're huge, but you make it large. You make yeah. whatever scoop I get, and you turn it into something large. Large, I, I do that. I, man, scoop. You are. I, you're money, and you don't even know it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, partner. Yeah. Talk to you, man. And we'll Peace. talk to you. Yeah.